Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would like to welcome you to episode 311 of the Unpopular Podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And here at the Unpopular Podcast, I'm not really asking you to agree with me. I'm just asking you to hear me out. Um, what? Happy Valentine's Day or belated Valentine's Day to everybody that celebrates or celebrated Valentine's Day. I hope you guys got exactly what you wanted um what we're watching i'm gonna just spoil this now this whole episode is going to be talked about or be talking about one topic and that is the super bowl because there is a lot to digest or a lot to break down when we talk about the super bowl first and foremost what we are watching When LeBron James broke the scoring record, right, it was hard to, you know, it's hard to quantify just how great that and, and how historic that moment is in the moment, you know. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you know, we can we can talk about he's the he's the all-time leading scorer, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, this, that, and third. But LeBron James' presence won't be felt surprisingly, won't be felt as much until he leaves the sport. Kind of like how Jordan's, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, how Jordan's reign and era and his airness grew outside of basketball. Will Chamberlain, you know, grew outside of basketball as far as his name and, and the records that he broke in the Senate third. LeBron James, you won't really fit. We're, we're witnessing greatness. We know that. But his feel, his, the, the, the scope in which we talk about LeBron will grow even larger once he's outside of the game. What we're seeing from Patrick Mahomes is something we have never seen. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not here saying that he is the greatest quarterback of all time right now. I also am not saying that he needs to break, you know, Tom Brady's records or whatever. But what we're seeing out of Patrick Mahomes is something that we have never seen. We've never seen the skill set. We've never seen the combination of skills in one player that we've seen from Patrick Mahomes, whether it's the throwing ability, whether it's the arm strength, whether it's the 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 arm angles he's able to throw whether it's the pocket awareness whether it's the like the the out of pocket awareness we have never seen a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes you can say he's Hemothy I guess you know the chief the Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl was one of the great best Super Bowls I've ever seen now yes it was probably due to the amount of scoring, but as we know, scoring is exciting. Nobody wants to come see a six to three Super Bowl or a thirteen to three Super Bowl, which we got what a couple of years ago when the Patriots played the Rams. And one thing was abundantly clear 
while no, and we'll talk, and I'm going to talk about Jalen Hurts, and I'm going to talk about the Eagles and everything. But while no, Patrick Mahomes wasn't the big, wasn't the best player on. Well, statistically, wasn't the best player on the field. While no, Patrick Mahomes didn't have gaudy numbers. I mean, he went 21 for 27 for 182 yards, three touchdowns. No, Patrick Mahomes wasn't the most flashy player we saw on the Super Bowl field or on that Super Bowl field. But Patrick Mahomes was the best player in spots when he needed to be. You know, we've we, we talked about that ankle and boy, that ankle did flare up. We saw him running, we saw him grimacing. He got tackled, he reaggravated, we saw it. But Patrick Mahomes in big moments, man. They needed a big third down and he he ran for like what 14, 15 yards after re- hurting his ankle. Of course, we can talk about the touchdown pass to uh, Sky Moore or the touchdown pass to Kadarius Toney or the touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. What it was is when you're playing a game this high in magnitude, you understand that mistakes are, are heightened just that much. You understand that one mistake can change and alter the game. And, of course, we will talk about that one mistake once we talk about the Eagle side. But what we're seeing out of this Kansas City Chiefs team, it's not just Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes does have a big part in it, don't get me wrong. But what we're seeing out of this Kansas City Chiefs team is a combination of something that we have never, well, we haven't really seen consistently since those Patri- those Tom Brady, Bill Belichick Patriots. We're seeing the best of something in multiple different areas. We have, we have undoubtedly, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the league on this team. We have undoubtedly, in my opinion, the best tight end in this league. And you can, you can argue, you can debate, but I don't think, at least currently, you can't debate that Andy Reid is the best coach in the NFL. And, in my opinion, will go down as one of the greatest head coaches in NFL history. I feel, when we talk about greatest head coaches, how do I say this? When you talk about Jordan, right, and how great Jordan was, you forget that there was a lot of great players in the league with Jordan. Charles Barkley was great. What? Dominique Wilkins was great. <laughs> you know, there was there was, it was great players and and while well, yes, you have Bill Belichick. I think if, if Bill Belichick wasn't there, Andy Reid would could arguably be considered as the greatest head coach of all time. The only problem is he doesn't have the amount of success that the Bill Belichick had. However, Andy Reid also didn't have the packages that <laughs> didn't have the care packages that Bill Belichick had. Don't get me wrong. We know Bill Belichick is a great coach, but he also had historic defenses. He had Tom Brady. He had historic offenses. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl 38 to 35. 
Watching that game made it very apparent that these, the the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, were the clear-cut best teams in football. I said that going in, and many people said that going in, but usually games like this, you either get one or two things. You either get a really good game, as wish we got, or you get a blowout. And luckily we got the former. We got a really good game. We again one of the best games we have I have seen in a while. So let's talk about how the Kansas City Chiefs won this game. And let's break it down to three phases. Let's break it down the players and in, in, in quarterback, of course. Let's break it down to coaching and let's break it down to scheme. For the players, you did not you did not see a lot of mistakes from the Kansas City Chiefs. In fact, I don't think you saw a mistake from the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, look at this. Travis Kelsey, six targets for or six receptions for 81 yards, a touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster, nine targets, seven receptions, 53 yards. Justin Watson, two targets, two receptions, 18 yards. Jarrett McKinnon, three targets, three and three receptions, 15 yards. You saw players know their role. You didn't have, you didn't have, it didn't feel, even yes, Juju Smith-Schuster, this is his first uh, Super Bowl. I think Jared McKinnon's his first Super Bowl. Justin Watson, his first Super Bowl. Contarius Tony's first Super Bowl. Sky Moore, Valdez Scantling's first Super Bowl. But you, you didn't see, it just didn't feel too big. For honestly, anybody in the Super Bowl on both sides, the Chiefs or the Eagles, it just didn't feel too big. The moment didn't feel too big. And when we talk about someone like Patrick Mahomes, that's one of the one of the biggest reasons why I chose the the the. I said this last episode. I said I'm picking with either my heart or my head. My head was picking the 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 Philadelphia Eagles because they had the better team all around. Like if you talk about if you just line up the teams, line up the rosters, Eagles have a better roster, and I think everyone knows this. But I also said my heart is going with Kansas City Chiefs because you can't you we've seen on several occasions where Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs should have lost and they didn't. And honestly, it wasn't just Patrick Mahomes, man. Because in a game like this, it, it, it can't just be one person. You have to shout out the offensive line. We talked about going into the Super Bowl. One, one of the biggest reasons why the – one thing that I said last episode, one thing that majority of the, the NFL analysts and whoever talk about the NFL on ESPN, on Fox Sports, on NFL Network – most of them said whoever wins the and this is how most games are won whoever wins the trenches whoever wins the line of scrimmage wins the game and that is one of that was one of my biggest fears coming in when you look at both teams both offensively or offensive lines both defensive lines the the advantage should go to the eagles i mean look at look at the defensive line 
defensive side of the ball for the Eagles. You have Graham. You have Dominican Sue. You have Hassan Reddick, who is who is a monster. And we saw what Hassan Reddick did to the 49ers. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you have Jason Kelsey. You have Lane Johnson. These are two players that will go our first ballot Hall of Famers. So, while yes, you you you, you have good players, it's just I don't know if you'll be able to, for lack of a better term, if you'll be able to to keep up with the Eagles. Or if you'll be able to hold your ground with the Eagles. But shouts out to the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line. Orlando what, Orlando Brown Jr. Humphreys. Like they did their thing. They, boy oh boy. They. And on top of that. We talked about the players. At least for the Kansas City Chiefs. The second is coaching. Andy Reid. Shouts out to Andy Reid. Shouts out to Eric Bieniemy. They coached. I'll say this. I think this is one of the best games I've ever seen. Tom or I've ever seen. Patrick Mahomes play and Patrick Mahomes didn't have the gaudy numbers like I said but he had timely plays I mean if you look back and I put this if you look back Kansas City the Kansas City Chiefs scored this scored two play or scored one play twice and what I mean by that they scored twice with one play just different one was on one side with Kendarius Tony one was on the other side with Sky Moore that's coaching. Now I'm not I'm not here saying, you know, Nick Sariani was was terrible. I'll talk about him in a second when we go to the Eagles side. But that's coaching. That's Eric Bienemy. That's Andy Reid. That's 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 genius call. If you break it down, how you know, going pretty much going into motion and fake going into motion just completely destroyed and and confused the Eagles defense to the point where you had two wide open passes. One again to Kadarius Tony, one to Sky Moore. Also, man, he's not gonna get talked about a lot. But if we're talking about like ranking the MVPs of the game, you have to put Isaiah Pacheco in that in that in, in, in that discussion, 15 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown. He averaged five care, five yards a carry. One thing, one thing that the Chiefs have lacked is the, the ability to have to lean on the offensive running game. Not saying they didn't have it because you had Clyde Edwards-Alaire who didn't play this game. But they haven't really been able to lean on their running game. They've had running game, but they haven't really been able to. That's one of the biggest reasons why the um, Kansas City Chiefs lost in the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was all, I think, 
Patrick Mahomes con- uh, contributed to like 500 yards and still lost. It was just nobody showed up. But Isaiah Pacheco, he runs hard. He runs physical. He runs fast. It looks like <laughs> every time he touches the ball, it lo- he looks like the fastest, strongest player I have ever seen run the ball. Now, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he runs with power. And he's not the biggest dude. Again, man, everybody that needed to show up for the Kansas City Chiefs showed up. And then moments. I think that was number three. Moments. Again, the Kansas City Chiefs played played mistake-free football. Mistake-free football. You didn't have any interceptions. You didn't have any fumbles. The plays that won this game, there were a couple. There was, of course, the turnover that Jalen Hurts had that um, I think Creed Humphreys. Yeah, Creed Humphreys picked up. No, I'm sorry, Trent McDuffie. Trent McDuffie picked up, I think, and for a touchdown. It was either Creed Humphreys or or Trent McDuffie, one of them two but was able to pick it up for a touchdown. Again, with in a game this big, you you need you can't have mistakes. You just can't. Um of course, we'll talk about the Kundari, the Kadarius Tony run back or a punt return that was what the longest punt return in in Super Bowl history? We can talk about, of course. I think it was a third and ten or third and eight, and Patrick Mahomes was forced out the pocket and ran like ten, fifteen yards on a bad ankle. Of course, we can talk about the two or the the touchdown play that happened twice and was successful both times. Of course, we're going to talk about how big Travis Kelsey is and how smart of a player Travis Kelsey is and how every I, I've always wondered this until they I really saw it how they broke down the film and and how they talk about it. I always wondered how the hell is is <laughs> how the hell is is Travis Kelsey always always open? Like every single time you see him, he looks wide smack open. But then when you see the how the play develops, that's just smart. You see, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not ready to say that Pat, that Travis Kelsey is the greatest tight end of all time. But he might be second. He might be second. Or at least he's he's for sure a thousand percent top five. I mean <laughs> When we talk about tight ends, it's a very small list of people that I would even consider close to Travis Kelsey. I mean, yes, right now, in my opinion, the the greatest tight end of all time is Rob Gronkowski. But 
then it's like, do you pick Travis Kelsey? Do you pick Tony Gonzalez? Do you pick Travis Kelsey? Or do you pick, you know, what, Shannon Sharp? I don't know. But Travis Kelsey, it's not just his catching ability. It's the, 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 the how smart of a player he is. Well, the, of course, the... And, and of course we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the the holding call that or pass interference. That was the pass interference. James Bradbury, he came out and said that he did hold Juju Smith Schuster. No, no. You do not want a call like that to dictate the game because that essentially ended the game. However, you also and I and I agree with I don't remember I agree with Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards said this on ESPN. You didn't have to do that. James Bradbury held him with like within two yards. So if you did not hold him, while yes, yeah, some people could say it would have been a touchdown. Other people say that he wouldn't have got the he wouldn't have got the touchdown. You tackle him, it would have been a fourth and eight. It would have been a fourth and six or something. James Bradbury got away with a holding call earlier in the game that I think was huge. So for the people that's like, oh, that's that's rigged. You can't call that. Yeah, you can. You don't want to put the put the refs in that position, but it it's it happened. Like think about this. In the fourth in the second half or in the third quarter alone. I mean no, in the second half alone. Every single possession, I believe. No, the fourth quarter. Every single possession, the Chiefs scored. Touchdown, touchdown, field goal. Like, come on now. That's greatness. That's that's knowing the moment. And yes, and, and, and you also understand how smart the Chiefs are when you have the holding penalty to get the first and ten. Jeremy, the the Eagles are begging Jeremy McKinnon to score. They're move. They're parting the sea for him to score, and he sli- he he slides the one yard line. That's smart. Not pretty much. That is that pretty much not actually. You know, pretty much not allowing the Eagles to get the ball back. This was a win. On all facets. Now, yes, we're going to talk about the Eagles and we're going to talk about Jalen Hurts in a second, but the defense was good. <laughs> the defense was good in moments. Of course, we had the fumble. Um, we had some key first down stops. And honestly, no, the secondary was kind of getting torched that first half. The second half, the second half, the defense was great. Shouts out to Frank Clark. Shouts out to to Chris Jones. Shouts out to Sneed. Shouts out to everyone on that defensive side of the ball, man. They did what they needed to do. Oh, mm. Yeah. They did what they needed to do, man. This was a complete win. So for people that are saying, oh, they cheated for the for the Chiefs, they didn't. 
this was a win on all facets. Especially when you look at just how good the Chiefs played the second half. Patrick Mahomes, and and I'm not, uh, I, I agree with Patrick Mahomes. I'm not ready to call this team a, a dynasty. You know, I think that we're really quick on that. What we're seeing, or what we have seen out of the Golden State Warriors, that's a dynasty. What, four championship, four out of eight championships, 50%? In like 10 years? Eight, eight championship appearances in what? Six, seven, no, nine, ten years. Come on now. And two of those years that they didn't make is because injuries just riddled them. Come on now. Well, we saw the 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 Patriots dynasty. That's a dynasty. Hell, the the Steelers back in the day, the Cowboys back in the day. Those are dynasties. Well, I think that we're on the start of something. If they continue this, which I don't see how they can't. One thing that I did notice glaring, or one thing that was very glaring in the Super Bowl, and actually this entire playoff run for the Chiefs is how many rookies are on this field? And not just rookies, how many important rookies are on this field? I mean, remember, Isaiah Pacheco, who was huge for this team, is a rookie. Sky Moore is a rookie. I think Justin Watson, I believe, is a rookie. Like, and on the defensive side of the board, ball, they have rookies galore. Now, yes, Chris Jones is not a rookie, neither is Frank Clark, but this team's going to be good. Andy Reid's not leaving. So while I don't think, I, I'm not going to say they're going to win Super Bowls every year, but I don't think that we're done watching Patrick Mahomes hoist uh, a Lombardi trophy at the end of the year. So while I won't call them a dynasty yet, I think that they're on the cusp of something. And I'm not... I think... And I talked about this a while ago when we talk about young players. Patrick Mahomes is still young. So I'm not going to put on him, you know, greatest quarterback of all time yet. But I will say this. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is a first battle Hall of Famer if he quits today. And I think, and I'm just saying, and it goes back to LeBron James. I'm not, I know what I'm seeing. And I know that I've never seen someone like Patrick Mahomes. Whether that makes him the greatest quarterback of all time, I don't know. I know he doesn't have clear the accolades right now that Patrick or Tom Brady does. But, I mean, Tom Brady has seven championships. I don't see anybody touching that. I could be wrong, though, but I don't see anybody touching that. But what we're, I mean, <laughs> in six years, mind you, Patrick Holmes has been in the league, I think, for six years. He already has his second Super Bowl. And what's crazy about that is just how great the league is. Now, yes, when Tom Brady was playing, you had Peyton Manning and you had Drew Brees and you had what Big Ben, you had Aaron Rodgers. But look at the talent pool that that Patrick Mahomes has to go through on a regular basis. Whether it's Jalen Hurts, whether it's Lamar Jackson, whether it's Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. I mean, 
Yeah, he had a bad year this year, but Russell Wilson. That you know, it's Trevor Lawrence. Again, man, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes for winning not only his second Super Bowl, but second final or second Super Bowl MVP. Congratulations for Andy Reid for continuously cementing himself as one of, if not the greatest coach of all time. And I will say, if not the greatest, because when you look, he didn't have a Tom Brady. He didn't have a historic defense like Bill Belichick had. I, in fact, I am, I am, I, I like to do hypothetical sometimes. Imagine if Andy Reid had everything that Bill Belichick had. What would have happened? Imagine if Tom Brady was on those Eagles teams. Eagles teams, by the way, that Donovan McNabb ain't that good, bro. I know it's Black History Month, but I'll be real. Donovan McNabb ain't that good. You know why? And you know how I know he's not that good? Look what Donovan McNabb looked like outside of uh, Andy Reid. I mean, people love to forget. I know he was older, but people love to forget that Donovan McNabb did go to Washington. Andy Reid is able to, and I and I'm and I'm again. It goes back to fit, and I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be good, but Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid is the perfect coach for Patrick Mahomes. And you see the greatness that Andy Reid is able to get. At. You see how many times, anytime you know Travis Kelsey, or anytime Patrick Mahomes, or any offensive player talks about Andy Reid, how happy they feel, how happy they look. Now, yeah, that's that's my coach, man. Again, I know it's always a what if, but what if Andy Reid had everything that Bill Belichick had? And Bill Belichick had everything Andy Reid had. Who would we consider the greatest coach of all time? Now, yes, since it's Black History Month, of course, I'm also throwing Mike Tomlin. But Mike Tomlin also, you're dealing, you had to deal with a quarterback who didn't do any workouts until like training camp. His entire career. Just saying. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs again for winning the Super Bowl 38 to 35. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations to Travis Kelsey. Congratulations to the entire Chiefs organization for winning their second Super Bowl. Or no. I think, yeah, this their second Super Bowl in what, five years? Four years. Now let's talk about the Eagles for a second. And this is the first time, I think in a while, that I can say that while I just spent God knows how many minutes praising Patrick Mahomes and praising the Kansas City Chiefs, (laughs) if I'm going to be honest, Jalen Hurts was probably the best player on that field. We know how great Patrick Mahomes is. We know how great, the, I mean, sh- the, the Chiefs just won a Super Bowl. But, but Jalen Hurts was the best player on that field. Jalen Hurts, 27 for 38, 304 yards, one touchdown. Passing, 
uh, he also had 15 carries for seven, 70 yards and three touchdowns, which, by the way, he broke the all-time Super Bowl record for pat, or rushing yards from a quarterback, and he broke the Super Bowl record for uh, rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. And it goes down it, it, again. The difference between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles are the moments, the big, the the the, the moments. Because trust me, you take out that fumble that ultimately turned to a touchdown from Jalen Hurts, and you take out that James that that Bradbury hold. And when I tell you, I think deep down, if if I'll say this, if that hold never happened, if the Kansas City Chiefs were forced to kick a field goal earlier than they were supposed to and leave time on the clock for the Eagles, I think the Eagles probably wouldn't have won that game. Again, we'd never know. But the way that Jalen Hurst was playing, the way that that offense was humming. Now, yes. It, they, I'm not gonna say they got shut down, but their offense looked drastically different from the from the um from the first half to the second half. But again, let, let's look at the fourth. Let's look at the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, Jalen Hurts had a touchdown, winning to tie a touchdown and a two point conversion. To tie it up at what thirty five? Again, I talk about <laughs> it's it's so fitting that this was the first Super Bowl that had two black quarterbacks because not only did it show just how good and how wrong people are about black quarterbacks, but also how wrong they are about black mobile quarterbacks. Because all we heard is, and, and it's been a stigma throughout the history of the league, that black black quarterbacks can't comprehend the offense. All they do is run. I mean, we've heard the historic stories about people thinking or scouts saying that Lamar Jackson should be a running back or a wide receiver. They said the same thing about Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts was the best player on that field. And that's, he was the best player between both teams. I apologize to Jay. I apologize, Jalen Hurts. Because not only going in was I a little skeptical, but I was skeptical going in because of the shoulder and how he hurt his shoulder against the the Giants and how, you know, it hasn't been the same. He hasn't looked good. He hasn't he did not look good against the 49ers. He looked terrible against the 49ers, actually. Which is why I kind of had I didn't think that he would be able to throw the ball. Boy, was I wrong. That man said, Oh, you want I'll show you. 304 yards of passing. That means that man finished the game with a total of 374 yards and four touchdowns. And not only that, Devontae Smith, seven receptions for 100 yards. A.J. Brown, 
nine res- or six receptions for 96 yards. Dallas Goddard, who, by the way, Dallas Goddard, I he made a case for like he could possibly be the second best tight end in the NFL. I know we talk about Darren Waller. I know we talk about George Kittle. But maybe I'm not maybe I'm not gonna go as far as say the second best because you know those are great players. But Dallas Goddard needs to be discussed when we talk about some of the best tight ends. Bruh, his you know how clutch that man yo, he mossed two players. That was an incredible catch. He had one catch where he was falling down. I thought it was interception. He look, Dallas Goddard, six receptions for 60 yards. Two things. Two things, two reasons. There's two reasons why the the Eagles lost this game. I said one of them, which is moments. Again, that that holding call on Bradbury was huge, and the the inner uh, the fumble, the fumble that Jalen Hurts had was huge. But also, and I credit this to the, the the Kansas City Chiefs defense. What the Eagles thrive on. They were not able to do. Trust me, going into the Super Bowl, the plan was not for Jalen Hurts to throw the ball 38 times. He ha- he did, and he he had 27 completions. But the the it what the 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 game plan was not for Jalen Hurts to throw the ball 37 times or 38 times for 304 yards. The plan was to throw when you needed, run pass option when you and and, and kind of be carried by the run pass option. However, outside of Jalen Hurts, between Kenneth Gainwell, Miles Sanders, who, by the way, was a, I believe Miles Sanders was a pro bowler, and Boston Scott, all of them combined had less yards than Jalen Hurts himself as a runner that's what the problem was the eagle i mean the the chiefs made the eagles one-dimensional now yes jalen Hurts was going crazy still but the the yo kenneth gainwell averaged three yards a carry miles sanders averaged 2.3 boston scott averaged 2.7 Jalen Hurts damn near averaged five carry five yards to carry himself. What the what the Chiefs did, and shouts out to the Chiefs, they made them one dimensional. One dimensional. Mm. Now. I hear people say that Andy Reid outcoached Nick Sirianni. And while I agree with that, I do want to give Nick Sirianni his his, his credit. In fact, this is not me bashing on the Eagles at all. This is me saying... The reason why this was one of the best one of the best Super Bowls I I can remember in recent history is because 
both teams were equal. And and, and it's and I didn't I, again I didn't go in thinking that. But do, both teams had their strengths and both teams had their weaknesses. And each team stepped up when they needed to step up. Again, it was moments. Two moments. Two moments ended this game. Well, yes, Nick Soriani, I do think, was outcoached by Andy Reid. Listen to that sentence. Nick Soriani was outcoached by Andy Reid. Mind you, let's not for, let's not also forget. And you know how I also know? Well, yes, he was outcoached. It was an incredible coaching staff that the Eagles had because not only is their offensive coordinator now a head coach, but their defensive coordinator is a head coach now. So right now, the Eagles, uh, what a couple of days after the Super Bowl, do not have an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator because they're head coaches. Nick Sor- yes, Nick Soriano was out coached, but that doesn't mean that he was bad. Nick Soriani, I apologize to Nick Soriani. I had absolutely no clue he was this good. He had a terrible opening for press conference. The first year was hella rocky for the Eagles. But I didn't think that. I knew. I knew the moves that they made in the offseason. And some of the moves they made in season, I knew that they were big, but I just didn't think. I was like, yeah, well, you also, I mean, it's still Nick Sirianni and you have Jalen Hurts. The two people that I questioned the most were the two people that shined outside of maybe Nick Sirianni, that shined. I, I think this is the one Super Bowl, man, that I can honestly tip my hat to both teams. You can cut, mm, yeah. Yeah. You see, people can look at last year's Super Bowl and, and the Rams and the Bengals. And I I mean, yeah, I, I felt there was such a discrepancy between the Bengals offense and the Bengals defense. Especially when we talk about the Bengals offensive line. I... While I thought going into this game that there was going to be such a discrepancy between the Chiefs' offense and defense and the Eagles' offense and defense, to me, it was equal. Um, Jalen Hurts was sacked, what, once? Maybe once? Was Jalen Hurts sacked? Jalen Hurst was sacked twice. Now, Patrick Mahomes wasn't sacked, but Jalen Hurst was sacked twice. And now, not only it's, man, I just, yes, they lost. And I had them losing. I just didn't expect what I saw out of the Eagles. The Eagles the Eagles, even when even down to the last, like, yes, the, but the, the Eagles were the better team. Moments, they weren't, but the Eagles were the better team. Now, one thing that was in question coming into the game was the Eagles secondary. Because outside of 
you know, um, outside of Darius Slay and uh, Garner Johnson, there was some huge question marks. And I mean, we can talk about the James Bradbury thing, but that was a moment. You hate that the game had to end that way, but that was the moment. So, man, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. And also, congratulations to the Eagles. Here's another thing I want to talk about. I was skeptical about all you hear after a performance like this is, oh, they'll be back. They'll be back. They'll be back. And you heard that a lot last year with the Cincinnati Bengals. They'll be back. Don't worry. They'll be back. And I questioned it. Now, obviously, they didn't get back as far as the Super Bowl. But I was also wrong about I didn't think the the, the Cincinnati Bengals would, would be that good this year. Turns out they made it to the freaking NFC Championship. I mean, no, AFC Championship. I apologize. All you're hearing is the the Eagles will be back. I think this is the first time where I can believe it. Now, I'm not saying, and of course, I'll wait until this, what we see in the offseason. And of course, teams have to figure some things out, especially the Eagles. Like, what are they going to do with their offensive and defensive coordinator? Um... There's there's a bunch of people, especially on the defensive side of the ball, like like Hardgrave, like like Gardner Johnson, that are free agents. What are they going to do with that? Is Jason Kelsey going to retire? Is Lane Johnson going to retire? Those are huge. But one thing that not that this Super Bowl proved to me is when you look at the landscape of the NFC. At least currently constructed, I think Jalen Hurts is the second best quarterback in the NFC. And that's only because as we currently sit here, Aaron Rodgers is still in the NFC. So if Aaron if Aaron Rodgers leaves to go to the AFC, I think Jalen Hurts would be the best quarterback in the NFC. And I honestly think if you're able to retain a lot of people, especially on the defensive side of the ball. If you're able to, you know, hit a home run on the defensive and, and offensive coordinators. I think the Eagles, I mean, on paper right now, the Eagles have what the first or second best team outside of the 49ers. But again, when we look at the 49ers, what are the 49ers going to do with the with the with the with the quarterback? Are they going to go with Trey Lance? Is Trey Lance ready? Are they going to go with Brock Purdy? Outside of that, who who are we dealing with? The Cowboys? Don't get me started. My Washington ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I mean, who? What are we gonna trust? What are we gonna trust? Um, Kirk Cousins again? What are the Green Bay Packers gonna look like with or without Pat or Aaron Rodgers? And the more and more we're sitting here, I think it's more and more that he's not gonna be there. He's taking like a darkness tour or something or darkness retreat or something. I don't know. So Jalen Hurts has proved to me 
that he is probably if Aaron Rodgers leaves the NFC, he is the he's the best quarterback in the NFC. A lot of their offensive pieces are locked up, AJ, or locked in. Let me not say locked up. Locked in. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts. Again, I think a lot of that is also predicated on what is Jason Kelsey going to do? What is who, by the way? And let me, I love Jason Kelsey. I love the Kelsey brothers, Pauls. But Jason Kelsey will go down as one of, if not the greatest center in league history. Lane Johnson will go down as one of, if not the greatest offensive lineman in league history. Do you realize that Lane Johnson has not given up a sack in over three years? So when they say the Eagles will be back, they might. They really might. Because right now I see one team that might have something to say. Now, again, things can change in the offseason. Of course, we'll talk about that closer to the season. But things, things are very fluent. Things can change. But right now, as currently constructed, I see one team. One, that you can have an argument that is better than the Eagles, and that is the 49ers. But one of the reasons why I said you got an argument is why the team is probably better by name. Who is the quarterback going to be? And that's kind of what we saw in the NFC Championship. I don't think if Brock Purdy would have played, they would have won, but I do think it would have looked a lot different and probably would have been a lot closer if Brock Purdy played. So, man, Jalen Hurts really changed. Like, I am, I am, <laughs> I have never been so wrong in my life about a player than I was Jalen Hurts. And I'm, and I'm happy about that. You know, I can honestly come in here and say I was wrong. I can honestly come in here and say I was surprised of how good Jalen Hurts was because, again, I remember how he looked. And yes, he was great in college, but also remember he got benched. Also remember while he he did really good in Oklahoma, he didn't win anything except what? I think he was a Heisman finalist. Maybe. And then, of course, I remember what he looked like his first what one or two years in the league. Jalen Hurts is in his third year in the league. I see people question them not do that. I'm not going to do that today. Because this is I'm praising everybody on I'm praising both teams, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, so I'm not going to do I'm not going to do what I I'm not going to do that. So congratulations again to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Eagles for being a great team and making it to the Super Bowl. I feel like again this was one of the most equal Super Bowls I have ever seen. And a lot of that is due to the play. Again, Patrick Mahomes is great. Hell, he's Hemothy. <laughs> Shouts out to uh, Stefan Diggs for coining that. But Jalen Hurts, in my humble opinion, was the best player on the field the entire game. It was just a couple moments that really dictated the game. And the fact of the Kansas City Chiefs defense kind of made you one-dimensional. Even though you thrived in the one dimension, it just wasn't enough. 
So again, congratulations. That's all we're talking about today, man. Or that's all that's all we were going to talk about today is the Super Bowl. Um, I, I don't. I can wait. Hold off to talk about Derek Carr getting released. Um, you know, I'll probably talk about that next episode and and what where where it's the best fit for him. Um, I mean, talk about some basketball. Damian Lillard's been going crazy, uh, but. We've seen this from Dame, and I think this is kind of more and more on the organization as as to why have we kept seeing this from Dame and they haven't really been that good. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. This has been the Super Bowl episode, and that has been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. Um, if you want a popular podcast shirt, hoodie, sweater, long sleeve joggers, the link is in the description below. I have multiple different colors, multiple different designs. So get your unpopular podcast merch today. I promise you, I promise you, you will not regret it. Also, please subscribe to whoever you're listening. Please subscribe to whoever you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. I'm trying to grow the podcast, and I really can't do it without you guys. I can't do it without you, you know, retweeting. I can't do it without you liking a post or responding to a post. I can't do it without you telling a friend to tell a friend. It definitely means a lot. I'm so close to 400 subscribers. It's in YouTube, which is crazy to think that at least on paper 400 people who actually care about what the hell i be talking about so definitely means a lot man um so yeah i appreciate you guys congratulations again to the kansas city chiefs for winning the super bowl uh and until next time much love i just want to rock body of the Project, project, this ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. Ha! 1600 block. I just wanna rock. I just wanna. I just wanna rock. Body out of ya. Shorty got that body out of ya. Hit it once, no time. Side up, fuck, you gon' kill my vibe. Stand on my money, don't know my size. Pick them sides. And you better choose wisely. That's my heart. One, two, three, four, throw up your fives. That's my heart. Damn. One, two, three, four, throw up the fives. MC, make another hit. Whoa. This ain't what you want. Project, project, this ain't what you want. This ain't what you want.